Welcome. This podcast is an exploration into being human and what's possible when there's less attention on the noise in our heads. Warning. While listening to this broadcast, you may experience moments of deep peace, sighs of relief, personal insights, or long stretches of dead air. Do not be afraid. This is normal. Under the Noise with Wynne Morgan and Kate Roberts. Welcome to this week's episode of Under the Noise with, from Florida, USA, Kate Roberts. Hi, Wynne. Hi, Kate, and from hometown of Swansea in Wales, now living just outside Windsor in the UK, Wynne Morgan, that's me. Sometimes Kate and I wonder, before we hit the record button, or more accurately, Kate hits the record button. So if anyone thinks how wonderfully edited this is, I'm delighted to say all the credit goes to Kate. And when we wonder before we hit the record, sometimes we really don't know what we're going to talk about. And one of those is right now. However, we like to talk about what's fresh. And, and Kate, you'd read something in the last day or so, that struck a chord you you. It was a quote that I found in a book that I read that has stuck with me through reading the book. And I'm essentially, I've read it twice at this point. And um, so it was a quote within a book. The quote was Gene Klein. And it begins with, only living stillness, stillness without someone trying to be still. And I, I love that. And it's, and I love sitting in questions of things that occur to me and something about living stillness really speaks to me because I don't get the sense that it's talking about physically being still. You know, there's a movement to life that I think is very natural for us. A movement of, you know, our physical energy, our mental energy. But there's something about living stillness that really speaks to me because I think there, I think it's possible for there to be movement in life, activity in life, that feels almost like stillness, a lack of overthinking and it feels like a flow. And so that's what showed up for me when we were talking about you know what to talk about today is that's one of the questions that I that I'm loving to sit in at the moment is the idea of living stillness and what's possible in that way. I don't know. What are you hearing that one? Well as you were talking it reminded me that I'm noticing in the last I think two weeks, maybe three. I'm quieter in my head. 
than I had been before. But compared to a decade ago, I mean, it's, you know, it's barely a whisper compared to what it was then. But still, being human, I have a lot of noise at times. And the reason it's noteworthy for me is I'm doing more. In the world, I am, I'm being more productive. The thoughts and ideas I've had of doing things are getting done more in the last few weeks than in the previous few. I think something has shifted in my in a world that wasn't still and in more stillness without trying to be still. And I'm really glad the author mentioned that part of it. In my a higher level of stillness, I am being more productive, which looks like a very big contradiction in how human beings get things done. And it's not. It's not. So I know a lot of people, people that I work with, organizations that I work with, and their, I think, productivity equation would be think more, do more. And this isn't anti-thought, what I'm going to say now. I don't think, though, that think more equals do more. Think clearer might. But more quantity of thinking isn't do more. It actually does less because all we're doing is putting our attention on, as we would say, as the title of this podcast, we are paying more attention to the noise in our heads than getting things done out there. And there's a, a quick real life example from literally yesterday. Um, my video conferencing software of choice has been crashing on me when I have large groups recently. And I thought I had it figured out. And yesterday I was doing, I had two groups in a, in a corporate, uh, in different time zones. And the first group, I think we had about 68 people on it, including the stakeholder, including the head of enablement and, and so forth, and it crashed. My screen froze. I could not see any reactions. I could no longer share the screen of what I wanted to show. It became an awful lot less interactive. All I had were people's voices and what I wanted to share in the hour and a half that we had together. And it was really interesting because at one point we were talking about being present in a meeting, in a professional corporate meeting. And what is it about presence that really matters? And it was, a, I actually mentioned due to a, a question from one of the participants, you know, what do you do if things go a little bit awry? And I said, well, look, just to let you know, 
seven or eight minutes ago, my screen froze. I have no idea uh, what you're all looking at right now. If you hadn't asked the question, I didn't even know if you were still there. But I knew the best I could do was, having had my screen froze before, to carry on because I'd figure it out. But I didn't want that noise of the screen freezing to affect my presence more than it needed to. I didn't want me to spiral and get freaked out by it. Now, at the end of the hour and a half, I kind of went, oh, thank heavens for that, but I felt a little bit embarrassed. And then I went online and, you know, figured out what, what are the workarounds and I, I did some stuff on my computer to see if that would fix it. Ready for the next group. Well, lo and behold, with, I don't know, in the 45, 47 people, it happened again. <laughs> I'd, I'd forewarn them to say, hey, this happened earlier. With your colleagues in another part of the world. It might happen again, so I'm not going to share the screen. Um, maybe within 15 minutes, it happened again. And I think I've got to work around now, having done a lot more research about it than the hour I had in between those two groups yesterday. But the point is, is not what went wrong. Is that I knew enough in that moment, in both of those sessions, to know that I could still be still while it looked like it would be impossible for me to not freak out. And I was more present to them and what they wanted from the session and more in line with what the company wanted from the session because I was still inside. And the reason I'm kind of smiling and giggling a little bit at myself. I was one of those people who did not think that was possible. Not long ago. Mm. Stillness has the answers. Ripe fruit, ready for picking. In my mind, as opposed to in my busier mind when I'm not still, I'm actively traipsing through my memory bank of best ways to cope from my best idea of my yesterdays in my mental hard drive as opposed to fresh in the moment present to the moment from a place of stillness as opposed to a place of a busier mind What's coming up for you? I've noticed lately that for me, like physical movement, action, has absolutely nothing to do with stillness mm. in my experience. Mm. You know, I stayed on... Um, so busy in my life, so physically busy in my life, that I wasn't really aware of 
what was going on in my personal mind most of the time. Yeah. And then around 40, 41 in my life, I wasn't as busy in action. And I started to learn about how our experience is created. I could really notice and I was so spun out. I was so spun out at first and for a long time because it got so busy. The noise was so loud and it got so busy. It was almost like as long as I stayed busy in my life, I could keep all of that stuff at bay. Mm. Not notice it, not deal with it. And then as soon as my life started to slow down a little bit, it was like being um, inundated with all of the stuff I didn't really know was there. I didn't notice was driving for me. And, and I'm like, but I'm starting at the same time. It's very odd. I, I was starting to really see how experience was created. But it it was like, almost drowning under it, it became so loud. But truth was holding me in a way that I never went under. But it felt like I might, I just might, because it was so loud and it was so obvious all of a sudden. And I couldn't figure out, I'm like, man, I get how experience works. I should be happier now. <laughs> Why am I not happier and more joyful in my life? When, but I would have moments of joy, but then it, it would get drowned out. And it just, stillness wasn't at all about action. They were not related for me in my experience. And so it's only recently that having seen how experience works and noticing all the noise, and it's become very real for me in my life, rather than an intellectual understanding, I've found more peace than I ever had. And it isn't because I stayed busy and kept it away. And now the physical, you know, that life action movement starting to, to move forward and, and I feel more peaceful. Very interesting. I don't know. I don't think that I live every moment in this idea of living stillness. I'm probably closer than I think. And I don't think that I've done anything except for notice, being willing to notice, maybe. And for you, was there a specific thing that you noticed that made the difference? 
I've heard a lot about just, you know, notice when you're in the noise. Just notice. And sometimes that's been really helpful. But what I've found that for me, what seems to be shifting or kind of moving my understanding is noticing all the times that life has me. That I'm okay. Mm. And that's huge. Not just noticing when you're in the noise. Noticing how cared for. How well held. I am. When I don't see it. And it's usually in that feeling of stillness that I know. That for me is what changed. The feeling of stillness to me, I thought that was just being Pollyanna. You know, oh, you know, it's fine. But no, I'm kidding myself to tell myself it's fine. But to see the truth word that you said a few minutes ago of how we are held by whatever it is changes it from a, a nice notion nice idea into something that truly can transform lives as it has done I know for you and myself for me for you, for lots of people that we know. And I've been blessed to bump into in this life and the ones that we work with, point them towards the truth of home, the truth of stillness, without trying to be still. The knowing that we're okay, the knowing that we're held. It's a wonderful thing to remember. You've been listening to Under the Noise, Kate Roberts, and I'm here with my co-host, Gwen Morgan. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out to us. And please know how well held you are. Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and review. If you have a topic or question that you'd like us to chat about, email Gwen or Kate at win at winning.co.uk and kate at katerobertscoaching.com. Until then, enjoy what's possible under the noise.